Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Alondra Delegato with us today. She is an actress, writer, author, and producer. You can catch her in the CW football drama All American and recurring as Monica on the hit FX series Mayans MC. She has also recently released a self-published book of poems, and she will star as the lead in the upcoming film, Safe House. And we're excited to have her on the yeah. show. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. You always like to start the show out kind of mm -hmm. same way. Last few years have been rough for a lot of people, but especially entertainment. Yes. So how has all this affected you, and what have you done to maneuver through this as it looks like we're on the other side of it? Yeah, well, honestly, I think we have, all actors have just gotten like very good in camera and lighting work because now most of the auditions are just self-tapes. And that was something that was not like super normal before oh, the wow. pandemic. Yeah, so now like I had to invest obviously money on lights, background, like camera and all those stuff because most, most of the time all the auditions are just self-tapes. So I created a little studio that I can just put every day, take yeah. it off. And luckily, one of my uh, best friends, she's an actress as well. She's my neighbor. She lives in the same complex. So we just like use each other. She's like, oh, can you read lines for me? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming downstairs. Or if not, she comes upstairs. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so. And you know, it's almost like a catch 22 now because now, although it's kind of easier because you can just do what you need to do through, through the tapes, mm -hmm. but now everybody is your competition. It's not just yes. LA. Now you're yeah. competing with the world instead of just correct. Local. Yeah, it's a lot more. I have a friend that she moved. Um, she's from Puerto Rico, but she even moved back. She's like, well, there's no point of me being over here. I can just do the auditions from Puerto Rico, and then by <laughs> I'm like, that's true. Yeah, a lot has changed, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like for us, we launched this show January of 2020, so a couple months before mm -hmm. everything happened. And mm -hmm. our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews first year. I thought if we could do that, be a great foundation and then everything gets shut down. And as I'm watching it, I told Sandy, I was like, you know, this might be a blessing for us because yeah. now everybody has time to talk <laughs> Yeah. And, and with a brand new show. So we reached out to a lot of people in 2020 and instead of doing a hundred interviews, we did 300 that year oh, and wow. we're at about 600 now. Yeah. Wow. So it's yeah, been... I was, I've been like trying to like look for other things that I can do. And that's when like I decided, oh, like, let me focus on, like on writing as well. Because it was a time that we all had so much free time on our hands that it was a nice time to just practice other things that you never had the time to do. <clears throat> now, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to become an actress? But I like to go deeper than that. When did it click for you that that could be a career for you? Um, well, I've been acting since I was very early, um, very young. Um, I think when I was four, I started to do theater. And when I was seven years old, I did my first feature film. Oh, wow. And obviously, oh. I was a kid, so I was young, but it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for me. I remember the first time I was just telling my parents that I loved it. So every <laughs> single year, I would do like a new movie as a kid. And then I think when I was in high school, um, I love to study. I'm a nerd. So I was like planning on like even be a lawyer or a doctor. But then I was like, you know what? Like I've been doing this for so long and it's what I love. So when it was the time to like start applying for school, something like just clicked on me. And I was like, no, I, 
I don't want to do any of that. I really just want to follow what I've been doing and just try to make a career out of it. And wow. I decided to start applying for schools in California. Awesome. I love that. Cause mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are, you know, their parents and friends and guidance counselors always try to push for, well, you got to do this, 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 this. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's never about, Oh, follow that passion. But I think it should be it always yes. if nothing else. At least the first few years out of high school, follow the passion, at least see if it's something yeah. you can do. Yeah, no, definitely. I have family members who were like, no, you're so intelligent, Alondra. Like, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be oh, this wow. and that. Like, acting is not a profession. But I was like, no, I I had to try it and see. Yeah. Like, if I fail, I fail. Mm -hmm. But at least I tried it, you know? Because oh, I remember I Gary V um, recently, he does a, a lot of the speeches he does. And he, he talked about that a lot of people have this backwards. It's, in their 20s, they should be doing anything and everything, taking as many risks as they can. Yeah. So in your twenties, that's a good time you can come back easier in your twenties mm -hmm. than you can yes. if you were forties and fifties taking the risk. So yeah. get it out the but way. It's then. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> and it's scary too, because now sometimes I was like, well, now I feel like, and it's not, I know it's not too late, but now I feel like it's too late. If I would want to like <laughs> become a doctor and stuff like that, I know people do it. But I'm like, yeah. no, now it's too late. <laughs> you're too deep anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine not doing what you're doing? I know. Well, but there's always a possibility to play a doctor in a show. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's like we've had um, friends that that's played football players who who they were in high school and got hurt and end up not being able to pursue that career so now yeah. as an actor they can go back and and still play football but just in a different yeah. way yeah yeah <laughs> on screen on screen yeah <laughs> yeah so um a lot of people see the glory in what you do but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles it takes to make it in entertainment and i always want to talk about that because i think of yeah. A lot of people sugarcoat it. They think it's mm -hmm. easy and it's not. So tell us a little bit about the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even get to where you are today. Yeah, I think for me personally, I think, as I said, like I started very early. So once I moved out here, like all the credits that I even had in Puerto Rico were nothing, you know, most of it, I was like starting from zero back again. So I was doing like little short films and stuff like that when I was already like a lead actress in Puerto Rico and feature films and stuff like that. So that was the first like drastic change that I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually started from zero all the way now. And I think as a kid, like you just enjoy it. You don't really like think about the whole process. So I think one of the hardest things of the industry is like facing rejection, like out of like a hundred no's, you get one yes. Like it's crazy. You hear so many no's every single audition. You you really think you're gonna get it? You're like, oh my god, I did a great job. <laughs> you never hear back. You no, no one. And probably you. ones and like, that you're like, I know I ain't got that, and then yes. you get it. <laughs> and it's like it starts obviously getting in your head because it's like, okay, well maybe maybe I'm not that good. Maybe like maybe people don't see what I see in me. And it's that mm -hmm. like getting used to rejection and like using that rejection as like fuel to be like no 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 like i'm gonna get a bigger part i'm gonna get uh, like it, it it uh fuels you to get you more inspired and like try harder but it's definitely a hard process of being like okay i'm spending all this time all this money and i'm not getting anything in return i'm not hearing anything so it's definitely a hard process just believing in yourself 
and just trusting the process and trusting that when it's your time, it's, it's going to come. <clears throat> yeah. Cause like, even for us, you know, we pitch for guests on our show all the time. And yeah. I bet, I bet I've got it down to a science where I know that every hundred emails I sent out, will probably book two to five people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so much rejection in it because, you know, for a different reason, whether, you know, one thing I've learned as we get bigger and bigger guests is for the bigger guests, it's a timing thing. One is if your show's not big enough. So for some, we don't qualify there, but for yeah. ones that are willing to do smaller shows, if they're not promoting something, they're not coming on. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. and so it's, it's a whole timing thing. So we get, you know, I get probably one or 200 rejection emails a month. And like you said, sometimes yeah. it's like, are we even do what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing wrong? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it gets, it does get frustrating at times, you it know, does. but then you get one where you're like, oh, wow, that just makes up for all the rejections. Just yes. Yes. speaking of that, you know, what, what makes all the rejections worth it for you? For, tell us about some of the roles you've been in. Um, uh, well, uh, recently, the latest one I did was um, obviously an All-American and mm -hmm. I think that was a role that changed a lot for me because it's a very popular show and I used to watch it. Um, I remember watching season one and season two. So mm -hmm. even when I got the audition, I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm really auditioning for this. So things like that, it's like, okay, it's worth it. Okay, I did that. So that obviously mm -hmm. gives you back your like, takes away your self doubt and, and all of that. And like, it just makes you enjoy the process and like look at everything that you've been through. And, um, my first uh, big role here was a Mayans. When I first yeah. moved here, I I was still in college. I remember I went to the audition. It was like in Santa Monica, and it was I. Monica started off like my character did not have any names. It was just like young rebel woman, oh, wow. and um, I was in season one, season two, and then in season three they bumped me up to see um, guest star, and like they get my character name and oh, everything. Wow. So it was a nice process of seeing how. Sometimes you think something's going to be very little and it turns into some, something bigger. Mm -hmm. So it gives you like the experience of like, no matter if you have just one line on set, just give it your all. Cause you never know who's watching. You never know who's going to like your character. So, and you, and you can't take rejection um, personal because sometimes the rejection is just that you remind the producer of an ex. Yes. <laughs> as simple, as simple as that. You never yeah. know. Sometimes if your character has a family, maybe the family that they already picked doesn't look like you. Maybe you're too short. Right. Maybe you're too tall. It has everything to do. It's sometimes it's like, yeah, Alondra, it's, it's not you. It's definitely not you. Cause sometimes even producers or casting directors already have something in mind. So if they already yeah. thought that yeah. Monica is going to have blonde hair, they're already set on that. So sometimes mm -hmm. it can be just the hair, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so have you ever been rejected from a role and then when you see it on TV, you're like, okay, I can see why. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Sometimes too, like they say that they want all ethnicities and then I end up being like, oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. They, they weren't looking for someone Hispanic, you know, that, yeah. that's the, the most that I get most of the time. Sometimes too, I'm like, Hey, it might be my accent, you know? I'm like, <laughs> so, even if, if it says no accent or yes accent, I always try to like be as clear as possible, obviously. Sure. Mm -hmm. But 
it's been a conversation that I've had like with my managers and my agents where they tell me, we don't want you to lose the accent. We, that's who you are. And that's like mm -hmm. what makes you, you. So, but most of the times I do sit them down in bed and I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe it is the accent. So it's, it's a lot of things that go through like my mind. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot of people don't realize how tough it, really is mm -hmm. for you know again it's one of them things where you go through all the, the struggles and, and then on top of that you have social media um out there how do you handle that side of it where you got trolls now where because in our oh. day you didn't have trolls you know right. i mean you had them but they were face to face they yeah now people can hide online. behind the screen mm -hmm. how do you handle Definitely. that side of it like obviously when i booked all american i think that's where i saw the biggest change in like social media because like I didn't have a lot of followers and then like they started growing a lot like very fast but mm -hmm. it was crazy because I don't think yeah I was prepared for it there was a lot of people who were loving me and my character but there was a lot of people who were hating it wow. and it's yeah. just like waking up every morning to like just people see saying like rude things and I know like obviously you can't take it personal like and I have my mom be like yeah. Alondra don't take it personal <laughs> But like when it's the first time, it's impossible not not to. It's impossible mm -hmm. not to sit down and like think about those things that people are saying. Like people would just like say like, "Oh, her accent or her voice is terrible and stuff." Like then it's like, "Wow!" Like that's not attacking the the, the character. That's attacking yeah. me. Yeah. And it's something that I know mm -hmm. that I'm gonna have to deal with for the rest of my life because people are gonna like stuff, people are not. And people in social media, they they don't care. They say whatever they feel, whatever they think, and it's obviously it's it's a strong process to get used to and just mm -hmm. understand that like you can't take it personal it's gonna mm -hmm. happen and then you got to be right. careful and not become uh an iconic character even though that's what you kind of yes. want but then then you become so boxed in because everything else is oh we don't have a part for you because they see yes. you as like, like can you imagine after um with Steve Urkel. Oh, family matters. With family yeah. matters. Can you imagine how hard it was pr probably after that for him? Yeah. Because he was no, Steve that's, Urkel. <laughs> that is very difficult. And there's a lot of actors who are, who are like that, who lose a lot of years because they have to like just wait it off until like people start like forgetting about it. And then mm -hmm. when they come up, it's like, oh my God, it's that guy from this and this. <laughs> he will always be known as that person. That's mm -hmm. just crazy. Crazy yeah. world we live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the book that you just wrote. Yes, my book. So I I've always been writing since I was very little. I I used to write songs. I don't sing, but I used to write them. Um and I used to like talk about love as if I knew what it was when I was eight years old. <laughs> very dramatic. Um and uh I think after that when I first moved out here I remember I bought a notebook and I was just writing out poems and I would just put them there. And then uh, after I lived here for a couple of years, I started to write in English as well because most of the time it was in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then that's just been my way to just let go of things and just express how I feel. Most of them are sad. <laughs> and then throughout this last like couple of years, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to like, I created an Instagram for them. That was the first thing I did. I was like, oh, let me create an Instagram mm -hmm. and yeah. put them out there so people can read them. And then my mom always used to tell me, no, Alondra, like you should just put them in a book. And I'm like, okay, mom, who's going to buy the book and stuff like that. But then recently, like five months ago, I was like, you know what? Like, 
I don't care. Even if 10 people buy the book, it's not about buying the book. It's about like other people reading the poems and like feeling Mm -hmm. the same thing that I have. Or like if they're going through a breakup or stuff like that, at least they can read it and be like, oh, I'm not the only one. Or, oh, this person is doing this. This person is feeling that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put them together and I'm just going to put it out there because right now I'm losing more just having them in my computer than like having people read them and like getting touched by them. So that's how I started, like, the whole process of, like, doing it. I bought a tablet. I did the own, like, cover art because <laughs> I was, like, I wanted to be, like, very – I didn't want it to be perfect because yeah. it's my yeah. first book, and I want it to be very, like, real and authentic. So that's why I'll draw I'll draw it myself even though I don't know how to draw. And I started doing everything myself, and I was, like, it means a lot. It's, like, my own baby. <laughs> you know a lot of people they see you but they don't see the team around you in our opinion teams never get love they don't on our show they get some love so tell us take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are yeah well i signed up with my managers um i think like a year after i moved here so i've been with them like six years now it's been a while and uh, I'm always grateful for them because when I first moved out here, yes, I did have a couple of things from Puerto Rico, but I I didn't have any sort of credits here in California or in the United States. So they took the risk. They were like, yeah, we do like believe in you. We do like you. And, and that was like doing like, um, how do they call them? Is it blind emails? I don't know. It's something like that. You just cold Mm -hmm. emails, maybe you just send them. Yeah. You just send a couple of emails to Mm -hmm. see who's going to like answer and who yeah. wants to see you. And they did the answers. I went in three meetings with them and then they signed me. They yeah. helped me get my first agency that I got when I first moved here. And then they helped me get a second agency. And um, yeah, so it's, they, they're called ESI Network, but there I have Nelson and Garrett. They've been my two guys since I moved here. <laughs> and they see me grow too. They've seen me grow and change and go through life, go through breakups and stuff like that. They've oh, always yeah. been there for me. And then um, right now I have my agents too from DDO and it's two of them. Um, it's Candace and Anthony. And then other than that, now for whatever I have stuff going on, I always have my PR team, which mm-hmm. are two lovely girls too from Cats. Um, yeah, we love PR. them. Yeah. Love them. They yes. are so great. And it's, yeah, like a lot of people don't think about them, but of course, like every time I book something, it's like, oh, we we all did it because they're all <laughs> yeah. working hard, like waking up every morning and seeing like what auditions I fit for and stuff like that, sending emails saying like, yeah, you have to see her. And it's, it's, a, it's a whole process, you know? Yesterday I was talking to Nelson and I was like, Nelson, like, I want to book something soon. And he's like, yeah, Landry, we got you. We're, we're trying to, it's a whole, whole process. And on top of that, obviously, it's part of my team will always be my mother. Like, she was my mm-hmm. first manager. Like, she was my first <laughs> yeah. everything. She was she your mama at always, that time. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and she's the only person who's never doubted me for a, a second. Wow. She's mm-hmm. always, and they moved out here with me, too. When I was like, I'm going to move to California. I want to follow my dreams. My mom was like, we're going right behind you. And then oh, oh, wow. so that support has always been what keeps me like going. Yeah. So outside of the story, you just said that she made the move because that would probably be the number one story. But tell us a, yeah. sto- a mom story where she went above and beyond for your career. And you're like, wow, she gets that. This is what I want to do. 
there's been so many moments like i know like if i'm if i'm late for an audition she has like she has come there or like she has brought like the clothes in her in her car like i've changed in her car and like go from one audition to the other audition but that's been something that i she's been doing since we were kids since i was a kid she will pick me up in school and she would lie for me she will be i'll be like oh. <laughs> Cause like I I went to like a private Catholic school and they were very strict into like don't miss days don't do this so I would be like oh, oh, I feel sick I feel sick and my mom would be like oh no yeah I'm coming to pick her up we had planned it already she would like pick me up she had she would be like okay change your laundry I got you this food and I will be eating and changing and whatever and then go to the audition and then yeah she did that a lot she would miss work for it um so yeah she's always been there 24 wow. 7 like yeah, anything yeah. i want anything i can i can do like she's like yeah we're doing this love that now speaking oh, of yeah. teams and family we have a third co-host our we little 10 year old yeah so sandy's gonna go get him mm -hmm. okay perfect Aww. and while we're waiting on him what's kind of next for you well for now i now that i finished my book and it's um out there i i've been writing it was like a novel when I first turned 15. Um, and it's been a novel that I have in my mind for like years and I haven't like got the time to like sit down and like process it and like write it. Um, so that's something that I definitely want to do. But now I decided that instead of being a, a novel, I kind of want it to be a feature film. It's a story that I really do love and it fuels me. So I want to do it now before I look too old to play high school. Um, <laughs> So that's something that I, I really have in mind. And um, yeah. And then one of the other movies that's coming out, it's an action film that I, I'm really excited for people to see. Definitely love that. So you're staying busy. Yeah, that's what I try to do. That's something you have to do as well. Always like keep, keep yourself busy, writing something, doing something, filming a short film with your friends, just so you like, you feel like you're still like in the middle of it and it keeps you inspired to do what you love. Yeah. Here he comes. <laughs> Hi, Laundress. Hi. Hi. What's your name? My name's Christopher. Christopher. Nice to meet you. All right. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? Um, white rice with fried pork chops. Mm. What's yours? Nice pizza. Oh, yes. What flavor? Uh, pepperoni sauce and supreme and pineapple. He's got four faves. Ooh, <laughs> mine is pe pepperoni all the way. Mm. Okay, so what's for your TV show? TV show. Um, it's called Cable Girls. It's from Spain. Ah, yes. What's yours? Mine is what's SpongeBob. Yours? Oh yeah, I love SpongeBob. I haven't mm. seen in a while actually. Huh. <laughs> and they still got them going. <laughs> yeah. It's probably one of the longest cartoon type um, yeah. out there, I would imagine. And very successful. All right, so what's your movie? My favorite movie, The Notebook. Uh, I watched that's my it. My wife's favorite. Oh, I watched it like fourteen times. What's yours? <laughs> Mine is The Minions. Okay, yes, I just was watched the new one in the movies, yeah. and it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, we we were visiting Nashville recently, and we saw the new one up there in the theaters. Yeah, it's very it was his funny. first time and our three-year-old's first time in a movie theater. Because, of course, you know, having a little one, we kind of couldn't go. And, you know, so we just never really went. Yeah. And, and now that 
we were like, well, she's th three and a half. Well, she was three then, just three then. Well, but with it being the minions, we felt like, okay, we, she might make it. She did just make it at the very, I think okay. very end. She, she got a little cranky a little bit at the very end. Yeah. So she did make it. <laughs> Bye, thanks. Bye-bye, thank you. <laughs> He's been on almost every episode. He loves to be on the show. Aww. We try to make it a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> So if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what role would you want to play? Ooh, um, I would love to be in something with like Meryl Streep. She's just like, she's great. And while Roa definitely can't play her daughter, but <laughs> um, maybe like a young assistant or something like that. Okay. But it would just be like, an honor to just work with her because it's someone who I've been like watching and like learning from. Mm -hmm. What's a TV show that you watch or have watched that you wish you had a role in? There's so many, but you know what <laughs> I've been like, I've been manifesting lately. I would love to be in like a limited series because uh -huh. they're like the ones that are coming out. Like when I saw when they see us, it was just, wow. Like, it's a great show, like very strong, dramatic characters. And that's what something that I would love. It's not something that you're stuck there forever. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a character that's very strong. People see your your talent and your like abilities to like do all those things. And it, it's something that will open a lot of doors. And most of the time, limited series have a very strong meaning and strong like message to put out there. And that's something that I would love to do. Awesome. So what's been your hardest role to play? Hmm, my hardest role to play. Um, probably I had a short film that, um, that I wrote actually, it was called Bygone and mm -hmm. I was playing a, um, an alcoholic. And I think that mm -hmm. was my, just getting into the sense of like, I used to, to prepare for it. Um, it was in college too. So I bought a flask. Mm -hmm. And I would put water in the flask. And then every time I was thirsty, I would just grab it. Like teachers knew it was just water, but I would just grab it just to get in the hang of like needing sure. to like grab that from your purse and like needing that to like be in your body. So yeah. I did that for like a month or two and just getting on the sense of like how, how, how it is and like how your body feels and, and everything. So I think it was one of the hardest, um, characters because I didn't have as much to relate to. Oh. And those ones are always the hardest ones to do. Yeah. I went through 19 years of addictions myself and been yeah. sober 14 years now. Oh, congrats. That's a lot. <coughs> yeah. No, no, it's no. Obviously I will pull from like memories that I have, like from like my grandpa and stuff like that. So like that would be difficult obviously because it's mm -hmm. like opening like wounds that like, yeah. are closed yeah. already. Mm -hmm. But as far as like me experiencing uh, like on my whole body, like it was something that I had an experience. So it was difficult adapting to it. So mm -hmm. what's been your most fun role? Fun? I think All-American. Yeah. I just think oh, the I fact understand. that like it was something that I used to like watch and I used to sit down and watch the actors and stuff like that to finally like being there. It was a lot of fun. And most of us were like around the same age gap. So it was a younger crowd. We had a lot like in common. So it was just fun being on set. 
Definitely love that. So what's your future plans for the next five years? Where do you want to be in five years? Ooh, where? Well, I definitely want to be sitting down on the Emmys, being nominated, mm -hmm, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope that in five years, I definitely am the series regular in a TV show. And yeah, um, yeah. and I'm telling stories that people need to hear. And that's something that I want to, I want to be able to, if I'm not auditioning for roles that like have like strong messages, I want to be able to like start writing my own and saying stories so I can represent like my people and my culture back in Puerto Rico. Love that. Oh, love that. <clears throat> so let's look deeper down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road, you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you've made it. What do you hope you never forget along that journey? I think the whole process of coming here from Puerto Rico, like just everything that I had to go through. And I started off with nothing, just like 13 luggages with me and my family. And just, wow. I hope I don't forget mm -hmm. the, the sacrifice that it took for moving to Puerto Rico and moving here and just adapting to everything, not having friends, not having my family close by and just the thought that like I did all of this for for the passion itself. It wasn't for fame, it wasn't for money. It's just because acting has been my passion since I was seven years old. Wow. Oh wow. And what are some things that inspire you? Inspire me, um, my family, um, and just seeing how how happy my grandma gets when she sees me on TV or sees me in a magazine. Um, and I know that like they've been through a lot. So the, fa the fact that I can put a smile on their face when I know they're suffering and stuff like that makes me very happy. And it inspires me, the people in Puerto Rico, you know, it, Puerto Rico is very small island and whenever they have someone who makes it big, they get very, very proud and happy. And I would love to be that for, for them. Oh, awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be as an actress? What would you like to be known and remembered for? I think I want to be known and remembered for, like, now that I started writing, someone who, like, started, like, acting and writing and, like, through writing has created stories that speak to people. And I can still, like, act on them and represent those different characters. Because for me, acting is way to change lives as dramatic as that sounds when you're sad sometimes you go to the movie theater and you watch a comedy and you yeah. come out feeling better if you're mm -hmm. sad you go to the movie theater and you see oh like the character is going through the same thing i identify mm -hmm. with him or stuff like that so i want to inspire others through acting because storytelling is an art but it's also like therapy in a way yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you could say anything to your followers, what would you want to tell them? Um, I think I always say to, to just believe in yourself. And if you have a talent or passion, like, just go for it. Just really work hard for it. Like, it's not obviously it's not sit down and be like, oh, like, Steven Spielberg is gonna knock on my door. No, like, you actually have to work hard for it. But just do it. Because if you don't, you're never gonna know. And at the end of the day, it might be something great and it might be something that makes you happy. Definitely yes. love that. <clears throat> so as we close out, I've got a question that I'm going to take it kind of two ways, ask it in two different ways. First is um, if you, 
if someone was one, what advice would you give that person that wants to do what you do? Acting? Yeah. Um, well, I think the advice would be like to believe in yourself, even though like the whole world might tell you you're not good or like to just be like um, very strict and like if you believe in it, if you're like, if you really want to do it, then you have to like be ready for the rejection and just believe in yourself. Because at the end of the day, the only one who has to know that they're good, it's, it's yourself. So once you believe in that, you can just ignore all rejection and just work hard for it. Because if you trust the process, it will happen. Definitely love that. Now, the mm -hmm. second part of that question is since you've been acting since a young age, what advice would you give that parent who has a child who wants to do what you do? Well, obviously, I would say, first of all, to be careful, because there's a lot of like people who say, oh, I'm a producer on this and that. And like they're just stealing money. So just do your research. Let your kid be a kid as well. Like, because I enjoyed it because I didn't see it as work. I saw it as like, I didn't like sports growing up or anything like that. So like dance and acting was like my my fun thing to do. So just let your kid still be a kid. And if your kid is saying that he really likes it, just like look for options and like give him the chance to just at least try it. Cause you never know, like it might be something that they're really passionate for and they can build a career out of it. So definitely it's good to have a balance between just normal things, going to school. My mom was still very strict with my schoolwork and stuff like that. I will be on set reading books and stuff. So just have a balance between both of them. Yeah. yeah. Love that advice. Um, Cause you know, a lot of times parents, they, when they have that child and, and sometimes the parent can try to push that dream out of the child, or sometimes the parent don't know what to do. And so yeah, yeah. I think that's great advice. So yeah. tell everybody how they can find you. Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere in I Alondra Delgado. Um, you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter and stuff like that and TikTok. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, you know, we really enjoyed having we you did. on today and we yeah. definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Was, uh, we enjoyed it. it. And thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye bye. The recording.